Hi everyone, this is Mr. Halushko with your show, Talking to Experts, where I track down and talk to experts in their field to help us learn. In today's episode, I have Samanda Brace with me. Samanda is a current affairs associate producer where she gathers stories mainly for CBC Radio's Morning Edition. Uh, hi, Sam. Hi. Um, so what is your job title and what do you uh, and who do you work for? Okay, so um, I'm, it's, it's, I, I know it's not so straightforward, but I kind of have two job titles, so I'm just going to say them. So um, what I'm actually, like my regular job, what I usually do is I'm an associate producer on the morning edition, which is our morning radio show. Uh, on CBC Radio in Saskatchewan. But right now I'm filling a mat leave um, and I am the producer of Blue Sky, which is a phone-in show over the noon hour on CBC Radio in Saskatchewan. And so I work for CBC Saskatchewan, but um, also CBC Radio. So that's what I do. So how long have you been in this field? So I've been a journalist for seven years. So, uh, well, it feels like a long time to me. It's not really, I would say. I'd say there's lots of people who've been in the industry for way longer, so. <laughs> so like, how did you get to this point? Like, how did you uh, go into journalism and uh, did you always want to go into it? Yeah, uh, so I was, yeah, so right out of high school, I did want to pursue journalism. I just decided that that's what I wanted to do. And so I went to university um, and I ended up getting a Bachelor of Arts in journalism. So what I had to do for that is you took two years of pre-journalism. So just two years of regular university taking classes that they suggest you take to get into journalism school and then for the last two years in the university I was going to the journalism school which you have to apply for. Um, It's changed now but when I did it uh, you had to submit writing samples, um, write a cover letter and then if you got past that you had to do an interview and you had to do a test. I'm told now that the test portion um and interview portion are gone so it's <laughs> oh. so uh, but that's what I had to do to get into journalism school and then from there I had two years of that uh and then I graduated and a portion I should say a semester spent interning um and so I interned at CBC Saskatchewan and luckily it was successful that when I graduated, they literally were just contacted me and were like, do you want to work here? So I Sweet. didn't have to, yeah. So I didn't have to do like another job interview. My internship kind of was that practice round or that job interview. Um, and then I was actually a casual for CBC. So I didn't have a set role or set hours. Um, I would take shifts when I could, but it was pretty much like a full-time job, just not very uh, regular. Um, After two years as a casual, um, I became permanent, um, but I did have to apply for several jobs uh, until that. So I probably applied for five times until I got my position as an associate producer. So, yeah. 
Uh, what's one of the best things about your job? So, yeah, one of the best things, I always say it, I hope it's not cliche, but it is getting to learn new things every day. Um, as a journalist, it's quite cool that, um, say we're like, we got to find out more about bats in Saskatchewan. I can find an expert on bats, call them up if they're not busy, um, and then ask them whatever questions I have. Uh, and I just get to speak to smart, passionate people every day and learn something new. And that's probably the best part of my job. I think that's kind of what I'm doing here too, is just going to find the experts and coming to you and going, hey, can you help me out, figure this out? So um, what's one of the hardest things about your job? Yeah, I was thinking about this. So actually, actually, I don't know, should I just say one? I kind of have two, but uh, if I had a little deep down, the hardest thing, like I dread it, um, is contacting people in times of trauma. So like if a loved one's died or their house is burnt down, uh, it's a really hard thing to do. Uh, so that's probably the hardest part. Um, also probably deadlines, right? So um, are the hardest part because um, every day I have to finish things, right? Especially being on radio, there's no not getting that interview and hoping for the best. You don't have an interview, you have dead air, you know? So you need, yeah. you need to have something. So it's a lot of working under pressure um, and can be stressful at times. I, I think that flows nicely to our kind of my next question. Um, what does an average day look like for you? Yeah, so um, an average day, like an average day. So um, right now, so we'll just focus on blue sky since that's what I'm doing. Sure. Um, when I come in, um, I will write a promo for next day's show. And then our host records that. Um, and then I will also, what we call line up the show. So usually the previous day I've written a script. Um, and so I'll put that into the lineup and have that ready for the show. Then I will also start planning for the following show. So I'm emailing, I'm calling people. Um, we'll do something what's called a pre-interview. So when I get a hold of somebody, I'll ask them a few questions. And what I'm looking for when I do that is I'm trying to figure out, um, are they good at explaining things? Like, are they a good communicator? Um, you know, you don't want to put someone on the radio when you ask them a question and they just go, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, <laughs> like you ask them, how does this work? And they go, oh, I don't know. It, it's just really simple or something like that. Like you want someone to be expansive with their answers. You want them to be engaging. Um, and so you ask those questions to kind of find that out. Also, it provides um, background information to help you write that script or to help the host kind of navigate their questions. Um, so I, I do that, I, and then I tell them what time we'll be calling them at, get their phone number, uh, their name, their pronouns, uh, everything that's spelled, pronounced correctly, and their, and their title. 
Um, then we'll usually have the show, which I also direct. Um, and so um, what that means is I'm kind of helping Garth uh, know what's coming next and calculating times to see, oh, you know, we're coming up to 1230. That's when we do our news. So things like that. And because it's a call-in show, I'm also picking up um, the calls from the callers and getting them up on air. Um, so that's what I do. Then when that's done, I usually put up the show on our site so people can listen to it if they weren't able to catch it. And then I began writing um, the script that from that pre-interview we talked about and I'm writing an intro, I'm writing a cue line, I'll give a little bit of background and then I have that all set for the next day. And then I do it all over again. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my average day. So, so it's a busy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, so you work with the host, you work with the, the special guests or the experts, um, the callers, who else do you work with? Um, I guess one other person that I work with would be like the technician. So um, at CBC, um, they're helping do everything technical. So they're making sure Garth sounds good, um, that the callers sound good, that we're on air to begin with. They're all in charge of that. So I don't have to worry about that, so. Uh, so you've mentioned the, the kind of the, the lineup and something that was the cue line. What's the cue line? Oh yeah, sorry. So that's uh, the questions. Oh, okay. Um, so I would say like when you're writing a question line, um, you're not, I mean, you are just trying to get the story, but sometimes you really want it to flow. Yeah. So if you know a person is telling a particular story, you might, you know, start with some context. You might start um, with, if you want to tell it in a linear way, like, what where did it start and then lead to how you know the moment how they feel what that means to them so you do kind of want it to kind of flow kind of like you're taught in english with the whale uh, so when you're putting a, a cue line together you're kind of um hoping to kind of come to that climax in that story and then come down from it and maybe ask a question at the end that's looking forward um, to, to the future or to what's next for that individual. So, so it's kind of like the, there are the key points or the key questions that you want to make sure that you cover and then yeah. kind of flows that way? Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah, we're kind of having that with podcasts as well, where it's like, okay, have your three points um, and then you can have like your subtopics and whatnot. And then at the very end, have like a question that kind of sparks intrigue or kind of gets the the listener going for for the next one so mm -hmm. um so what makes good radio what do you think that way yeah so i was thinking about this question because i think there's lots of things so for what i do right now with blue sky i would say like just an engaging topic um something that people want to talk about or that people can have opinions on is what I'm thinking about. Um, but when I'm doing my other job um, on the morning show, I would say good sound. So what I'll do then is I often go out and I'm gathering stories. And so if you have a recorder, it's just getting that ambient noise of where you are in the moment. Um, you know, um, having clear audio of people you're being interviewed, 
um, like sound effects, music. I feel like that can make all the difference um, when listening to something. Like think of your favorite podcast. You know, Serial, it starts with, I mean, that's an old one, but it starts with the newscasts. You know, you, you hear the audio, it's taking you somewhere. Um, so I'd say that's one element. Um, also, I would say storytelling techniques, so like we talked about with the whale, um, is one way you're kind of um, building up to this reveal or um, the climax in the story. I think of like This American Life as a podcast where one episode, um, this woman's talking about a man she's dating. And so if you're into that, you're really engaged because you're hearing about their love story and then it gets to the reveal and he can't read. She's dating this man and she realizes he can't read. And as a listener, you're like, what? So that kind of, then you need to find out why can't he read and you want to keep listening um, and to find out more about that story. But it doesn't always have to be that. You could always start with something, right? Start with that sound, start with the, um, maybe two people engaging in a conversation, you're listening upon it, but you want to find out more about that relationship. So it starts there and kind of pulls the listener in. So I think it's just um, playing around with um, audio and storytelling techniques that really can engage um, an audience. Awesome. I might have to do a lesson on storytelling techniques uh, <laughs> sooner rather than later. So, so I'll talk about the audience now. Um, how important is the audience in your role as the producer and director and uh, just a uh, woman of many hats uh, of a radio show? Um, Blue Sky, I would say the audience is everything, right? So if no one's calling in, like that, I to me, that means I failed, right? I didn't pick a topic that was interesting enough for listeners or something that they don't really um, relate to. Um, so I would say like the audience is very important. Um, even when I'm not doing a show where people have to physically call in, um, the, the audience is still very important because I would say like at least for a current affairs radio show, um, you want to be reflective of the audience, whether that's the people you're talking to or the issues that you're um, bringing on the show. Uh, so like with Blue Sky, um, you kind of get the different pr uh, perspectives and points of view because it is a call-in show. Um, do either the uh, Blue Sky or the morning show, uh, do you have a target audience that you're trying to reach? Supposed to be 35 to 49. I, I don't have the information to provide why that is. Um, that's what I'm supposed to be thinking about, what, like, like you said, um, when I'm how important the audience is. It's when I'm booking these shows, I'm thinking um, what would appeal to a person who is 35 to 49, right? Um, you know, they probably have kids. Um, they're probably maybe at noon, they're at work, they're listening to us maybe when they're in their car or they've turned the radio on when they're eating their lunch. Like these are things you're thinking about. Um, but seeing that, uh, I would say Blue Sky's audience is definitely uh, probably 55 plus. So while we're aiming to get the people younger than that, uh, that's not 
usually not always the case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of workplace call-ins and had a lot of people call in who are already retired. So, <laughs> content. I guess that's the next part. Is uh, how do you decide what makes it into the show? Like, do certain things kind of get cut, or does it just all get in? <laughs> So for Blue Sky, I would say because it's such a live show, um, usually, you know, you've listened to it, um, or I guess for people who haven't, I have to think about, uh, haven't listened to it, we'll usually have one guest or a few guests um, talking while people are calling in. So it's very live. So it's, it's unpredictable. So I would say everything makes it in. But like I said, how I'm on a different show, um, yeah, you, you know, you make a lot of cuts. And I guess talking about those pre-interviews we talked about, um, if you call someone up and they're not engaging or maybe they don't even want to talk to you, um, <laughs> like that's that's not going to make the show. Um, so you're, you're trying to think about like, is this a good story? Is this engaging? Um, let's, I'm trying to think of another example. I guess um, I've gone out to something and I've interviewed two people but they said very similar things. And that, that gets hard. You're like, who do I cut? So, um, but yes, not, nothing's, not everything's going to make it into the show. And I guess you just decide that. You're just like, I mean, I ask myself, um, what's gonna best serve our audience? Or, and if that's not the case, then that doesn't make the cut, so. I, I think it was, it's quite a number of years ago now. It was probably like when you were just getting uh, going yourself, but, uh, we kind of you kind of arranged with me to become uh, the special guest for the the morning show to do the are you smarter than a, a fifth grader or something like that but I, I came up with i think it was maybe seven or eight different questions uh, with the answers uh and then we picked one each day but we only did it for four days so it was kind of like okay have more content and then you can kind of cut it as uh, as you go and instead of trying to scramble to figure out, mm -hmm. uh, okay, what do we fill this with instead of having the dead air, so. That's true, yeah. Um, so how long do you try and make each show? So yeah, so for CBC, I guess all the shows are set times. Um, so for the morning edition, um, it's two and a half hours. And for Blue Sky, it's an hour. Okay. Um, so there isn't, um, any wiggle room on that so it's just the way it is and I don't have like a good explanation for that um so yeah I would say with I guess one piece of advice if I was talking about choosing times something I've learned just being in the industry and even going to journalism school is the longer something is the longer you could lose someone right yeah so sometimes um, it it's harder to go shorter. It's not easier, right? You know, you could just talk for an hour. Uh, it's harder to make those cuts, but it'll be more engaging for the listener, most likely. That's that's good advice. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you've kind of alluded to this one already. Um, who decides what the show's about? Me. <laughs> Which looks like a lot, like it can be uh, a lot of pressure. Um, but like I said, like I am thinking about, and obviously I can't read people's minds, but we are lucky in the era that we live that we have social media. 
So, you know, I can see what are people talking about on Twitter? What are people talking about on Facebook? Um, what are, what do I hear people talking about even on the street, right? What are things that right now I can tell um, would interest people? And sometimes um, I know right away, like people are fired up about something or there might be something that's happening right now um, in our city or province that people are gonna have varying opinions on. Um, and we're gonna wanna hear those diversity of opinions, but then sometimes, you know, there is nothing and I just um, have to choose something and hope for the best. Or I guess another way of thinking about it is because of what I do, I'm often thinking like, what do people wanna hear? But sometimes, you know, just because that's what a person wants to hear maybe is not the best like could be the most educational i guess is what mm -hmm. i'm trying to say so you know i could do a show maybe showcasing um voices of people who have disabilities and then that's maybe a show where people weren't probably thinking this is what i need but they're learning from different people um, that we don't really get to hear a lot from so sometimes yeah. it's thinking about those things um and I guess the, uh, one of the last questions I have for you here, um, what do you hope people get out of the radio show, uh, whether it's the, the morning edition or the or Blue Skies? Like, uh, what is the purpose of your show? And this one might be a hard one to answer, but purpose. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it is, that is a harder one. I guess we, we do have to come up with, I haven't done this for Blue Skies since I'm only filling in for six months right now. Uh, but we have to come up with kind of like a, a show um, like message or like a show idea that we kind of focus on. Um, and so because what we do is, is news related, I would say we're thinking about how to inform. But we also want to be uplifting because we know that's what people want to hear about. They want to hear about what's happening in their community, the people that are passionate about making it a better place. Um, and you also want to be um, engaging and relatable. Like people feel like they could buy you a coffee, you know, so <laughs> kind of, those are our things that we're thinking about. Uh, you know, we don't want to just have a show, um, especially in the morning where you walk away feeling really horrible about the state of the world. Um, you want to, you know, bring balance about both looking for the blue sky so like yeah 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 and then yeah blue sky i guess the purpose i think is to engage people so that's that's what i think about like we, we've talked about for the past few minutes here is i'm just always thinking about what do people want to talk about right now um and what are the varying opinions on this or what can i um what's an expert that I could put on the radio and people might have questions to ask them right now. Those are my favorite actually. Um, Cause I think that's, it's a really nice opportunity to be able to put an expert on air and people call in with their questions that isn't always accessible to them. Yeah. So I really like doing those ones. So like gardening or we have wildlife experts, bird line, which is another popular one. Um, we started doing a mental health series where people can call in and ask uh, psychiatrist questions, although not give diagnosis out on air, but just um, making information more accessible. 
yeah, sharing ideas and communicating. So awesome. Uh, thanks. Uh, those are all of the questions I have for you. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I, I really appreciate you uh, doing this. So yeah, thank you. I hope I, I hope I answered your questions. I hope I help your students. Samantha has given us a lot of valuable information about communicating with others, about engaging your listeners, telling stories, talking about things that they want to hear, about knowing who your audience is. It's important to uh, keep them interested and that the longer that something goes on, the harder it is to keep them. So keep all those things in mind as you work on communicating with others yourself.